Alrighty, folks, welcome along to a Made the Parade special. I am joined today by Mervyn Gibson, who is, what's your real title? I'm Grand Secretary of the Grand Marines. All right, there you go. So I didn't want to make a mistake there, you know, so I start off on the wrong foot. So you can me too early in the morning, I'm hopping up. <laughs> Brilliant. So it's been a while since uh, we've had any podcasts from me and the Parade. We've been doing a lot of things. You'll be aware that we did have the TV show that we were on late night with me and the Parade. And there's a few things that have kind of got in the way of that. But that's neither here nor there. We're here to have a conversation with Mervyn about a few things that are relevant to Bonds, but also just relevant to the community in general. Absolutely. So, Mervyn, absolutely delighted after a long period of time to finally have you on the podcast. Good, Thanks. To, good to be here, I have to say. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Talk to me maybe about your, your 12th then. We're just obviously um, past the, the 12th and everything. Um, How did it go? I think it was a good 12th. I yeah. was down in Bangor myself. Right. I moved around wherever we were speaking. So, it was a good parade in Bangor. They changed it around a bit. They did the platform proceedings before they left the field uh-huh. and did a route around the town and just back to the field now the rain came on when they got back to the field but up to then it was a great day of course then I travelled back to Belfast uh, to walk home with number 6 district right. and I have to confess I don't go to the field to walk home with <laughs> I joined them in middle policy but right. it's always good to walk up uh, Newnard Road and Temple Avenue yeah. into what I call home territory Good, good stuff. And uh, we'll get away into this a wee bit later on because I think it's useful to be having this conversation now, given that all there was a bit of a, you know, a, a media panic prior to the 12th this year in regards to some leaked documents and things like that. We'll get talking a wee bit about that in a minute or two. But for those who don't know, what is your, when you talk about your role with the Orange, what does that require of you? Because people have seen you being dragged into all sorts of conversations, you're on radio sure. a lot, you're on TV a lot, but what is it that you're actually, you do within the Orange? Well, some people think it's my full-time job, but my full-time job's actually a Presbyterian minister, right. and that takes up uh, all of my time, well, not all the time, but my uh, foundry time uh-huh. goes into the institution. Uh, I was elected Grand Secretary after the late Drew Nelson died, uh, and the job is to look after the admin side and the personnel side of the institution. And as I say, I have maybe 35,000 bosses. Because right. everybody knows how to do the job better than I do, which is fair enough. And they may have a good point to sometimes. Uh, but it's basically looking after the, the discipline, the admin, and also falls in my role, the publicity and right. the media. So I'm the one that gets the face of on the television or the wife says of a body for a widescreen TV and a face for radio. This uh, is probably right there too. But that's why you, you see me so often. Not that I crave that role. Uh-huh. Everybody thinks, well, you must love it. No, I think we all hate yeah. it. Uh, but we do it. And sometimes, hopefully you get it right most of the time. But the other time you can say the wrong thing and then you're mm. you're deep in trouble. But anyway, uh, I enjoy it. If I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, no, and I, and I think it's, it's good that the, the media does... And, engage you know uh, regardless of whether sometimes maybe their motives aren't necessarily yeah. always in the, in the right place but it's good that they're providing the platform yeah, for the institution to engage with the wider public and get that out there because that doesn't always necessarily happen no it doesn't have to say and i think that they suffer from they can't get there they, they don't seem to have uh unionist uh, commentators on mm. and i wouldn't go be a unionist commentator i would go on as the orange so i get asked about a lot of things and a range of things and it's like everything else there's good guys in the media and there's bad guys in the yeah. media there's some of ulterior motives for what they're chasing down particularly some of the newspapers are uh, maybe now since the republican content uh but i always find if you're decent with somebody they're decent with you if they don't try and overly sort of uh trip you up unnecessarily mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong the main hard questions yeah. hard questions will come and have to be answered uh, but most people in the media like everyone else are decent but it does appear that the unionist community and the Protestant community there is a bias in the media Yeah, I think that's historic but I do think it also needs to be challenged by ourselves where we find that and 50% may be a bias but 50% may be just misinformation mm-hmm. or people not uh, going on to say the right things or yeah. from our community there's reluctance to go on to the media I think that's part and parcel as well but I think there definitely is a reluctance because yeah. I know some of the, the guys that I've spoke to in the media are like oh, we really struggle to yeah. get someone from okay. uh, a unionist perspective and one of the reasons that is because they're frightened of their own community mm. because if you do something wrong in our community they're unforgiven yes. you know I've seen it you go on and you know, last couple of interviews seem to have gone well because people are stopping in coffee shops. I remember that was good and all. But equally, if I happen to say the wrong thing or getting misinterpreted, yeah. you get a lot of brickbats and you, particularly social media is just trails. Now, I'm talking about from my own community. Uh-huh. Sometimes, you know, the other communities, there are just trolls that are going to attack you all the time. Uh, so I think we need to be more forgiving about those who go on yeah, the media. Yeah. And it's not easy because you're sitting there thinking, what's going to come next? No. What am I going to hit with? And you may be three or four. 
uh, different areas to try and keep right. Because if you say one thing, you can offend the loyal orders. Say something else, mm. you offend the bonds, or you offend politicians or whatever. So you have to try and walk that line. So it's yeah. it's not easy, but I think more people should become involved. Though. No, at that fact, I think there's probably room for a, a you know a ream of kind of media based training That's within right. the, the yeah. community to try and engage with that. Because I know sometimes you get asked on do these things. I know it's happened to me yeah. as well. And the there's oh we're going to talk about this, and then the first question they ask is completely oh, totally. unrelated. That's, that. That's not. You have to accept that. I have to say that that goes to the territory. You know, really, they'll, they'll say you want to invite something innocuous, uh-huh. but you know, there's been issues you're there for, and you know you're going to get them. So you don't go on naively thinking you're not going to get them. Aye, exactly. But it's the whole idea of being prepared, though, isn't it? And that's that. How in the end, if you do take time to consider what it is that you're saying, it almost you know, oh, they're hating something. You know, they're they're not talking about this for a reason. I think I usually do have a sheet of notes uh-huh. and what I call the comfort blanket. I never refer yeah. to them, nor do I use them half time. Okay. It's like a comfort blanket just in case it comes up and stuff. So let's talk about a couple of the the issues that are that have been live over the last few weeks. And I think it's good, as I say, good to do this, have this conversation now that kind of the dust has settled a bit on the twelfth, because there was a wee bit of a a hoorah around, you know, just prior to it with this, the document that was leaked around the Belfast County Lodges considering a potential change to the, the route uh, on the 12th and a number of reasons behind that. There was a few things that were mentioned in that in that in this, the document. One of them was around the idea that the year before his 12th was one of the worst on record. Now, I don't recall that 12th being a particularly bad thing in regards to there, there was maybe a couple of incidents. I know there was the incident in the morning um, with the, the bin and the bond and all that kind of stuff. But outside of that, I, I thought that the parade passed off pretty peacefully. Let me put a caveat on. First of all, it was a leaked document right. that shouldn't have been leaked and I condemn whoever leaked it. Uh, secondly, I, it's still an ongoing document, so I'm not going to get mm-hmm. into the nitty gritty, but I'm happy enough to give personal opinions about several things. And the one thing I did send the mainstream media, but of course it gets lost, that when it was said it was a, a prayer, it was abysmal, or I can't remember the words mm-hmm. that were used, that was talking about the internal organisation. As I said frequently, the public wouldn't notice any difference. Mm-hmm. That was particularly a period coming home where lodges were in the wrong places, districts in the wrong places, and then you had the sort of the gaps that creates and all that. So it was an internal issue. Right. It was abysmal. The parade was grand. Uh-huh. I, I totally agree. It was a, a good parade like any other year, and you'll always get some incidents. So, But the media immediately thought, and particularly the Nationalists media picked it up, oh, they're even saying it was abysmal themselves. Mm. We weren't saying the parade was abysmal. It was an internal document for discussion yeah. that said the organisation needs to be greatly improved. Uh-huh. So that was a misinterpretation. So I was yeah. And then people used it to their own advantage. And, and, and that will always be the case. It's always as well. been the case. And I think it's always looking beyond what's being said because yep. how that gets presented, as you totally. know, um, in terms of people picking up on and saying, oh, the orange are saying the paper's abysmal. Told you we all think it's abysmal. <laughs> um, but uh, it, 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 so it was primarily it was the organisational aspect. It was the organisational aspect of okay. uh, people uh, coming back into the parade late and joining not in, at the, the field and all that type of thing. Yeah. So that's what we were talking about as opposed to the public perception of the sure. parade. With the exception, of course, Shaftesbury Square has always been, that's, that's been going 30, 40 years. Yeah. That's not new there. I've, yeah. I've been involved in trying to sort things out there for many, many years uh, when it was even more serious than it was now. But it's... It, Morphed into more anti-social behaviour sure, and yeah. uh-huh. so that was a public perception, or yeah. not a perception. That was a public issue. That's one of the things they try to deal with. Yeah, and I, I think for me there is some of that. I would, so you talked a wee bit about there about maybe partly the return parade being, you know, the organisational aspect of that, and because uh, the time between when the bonds break up and the the parade breaks up and then returns again. It, it's it's a reasonably sh- it's a shorter period of time now, isn't it? It used to be a heck of a lot longer. Yeah, I think that was the issue. Tr- trying sort of change things by shortening things mm-hmm. because people maybe didn't have as much time. Yeah, uh, I think it was a case at some stage people wanted to bite the bullet and decide on this down to the county ground lodge and the district and the private lodge is what they do. But I think uh, the issues they were trying to address was the parade's too long basically mm-hmm. for the age nowadays, and it's not the first time the parade's been changed. As, make it shorter yeah. and change locations. The second was the issue of the organisation of it coming home and the third was and it shows a bit particularly around Shaftesbury yeah. Square. Um, so what the attempt was, uh, it's no secret that when a lot of bands and lodges get to the field, they don't go into the field. Mm. They get a bus and go somewhere to have their lunch and then come back again. Yeah. Uh, and it was just seen what was the point of that in many ways because mm-hmm. when they come back late, 
it created the hassle. Yeah. Uh, so why in the first place, why not think about it? And again, I'm not saying it's a right or wrong decision. It's up to the county to decide. But I thought, let's have a circuitous route uh, to walk back round into your uh -huh. own community. And then when you get back to your own community, you can either parade your own area, you can have a festival in the park, you can have yeah. a barbecue, you can have a sauce spouse, whatever Never. particular lodge and bands want to do. Then you're actually, you know, there's all spin-offs for that. They're putting economics back into your own community. Yeah. In many ways, people will benefit, the shops and uh, the hostleries and all will, will benefit from that way. So, but equally, if people still think it's a good idea, we go to the field and everybody disappears in a bus mm -hmm. for two hours and then comes back in the bus and then goes home again. And it's a bit of a, a shambles going home because the buses all don't go back at the same yeah. time or at the right time. Uh, then that's why people want to continue that. And that sounds but. A pejorative me putting it that way, yeah, but, yeah. but that's the reality of it. And I think one of the things that you, you have there, there, I think there's there maybe is a room for a compromise, and I think yes. that's maybe where a lot of people thought whenever this document appeared that this was a done deal. And like you're saying, it's a working, it was a so working I, document, I always was. and uh, the idea that there needed to be, we need to be seen to be doing something because you mentioned there about the the pre change. I remember whenever it used to be up the the lane and the Eden Dairy, yeah. and that was an extra mile and a half right. just to get up that lane. So as I remember that being my was my first twelfth yeah. that I ever walked was going up that lane. You thought you were near the end, and then you get up that wee path. You're yeah. like, like, one, this thing is never ending, <laughs> and uh, so. So, I mean, even then it is short, but it is, it is a long enough. So, sadly, my memory's going to Finnegan. You come back even further. <laughs> okay. Well, in the 20s, I used to walk to Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, and even out to Lambeg, you uh -huh. know. And physically, people have changed. Yeah. You know, as I say, I was pointing out to someone the other day, if you look at old photographs, a flag was the size of a bomber. Mm. And one wary man who probably worked in a shipyard carried it because he was fit yeah, and strong. Yeah, that, yeah. Then we got two men to carry the banners as thing moved on. And now sometimes people get struggled for people sure. to carry the banners to put them in the back of cars. Uh -huh. So society's changed. We're, yeah. we're not as strong and fit as we used to be. Uh, and equally, we can't maybe walk as far. Mm. Uh, and everybody thinks, oh, you're giving up tradition. But tradition serves you. It's not something that we serve. Yeah. You know I mean? no, I get tradition moulds what you do as opposed to sort of it becoming the... Uh, iconic thing we have to stick to that route to have yeah. to do this part of that and once it's explained to people I think people will understand the reasons and I say the decision not taken and the vast majority of people can say oh no we don't want it to change or as you say I think there's room for improvement maybe people say well, what, yeah. what what would make it acceptable to yeah. you I think the other issue is it appeared that this document was just drawn up by the county in, in some sort of isolation mm. it been a consultation process for a couple of years asking sure. people for ideas you know, if they uh -huh. didn't come up with ideas, then leadership is about giving ideas. Yeah. Now, if this is promoted discussion about it, then it's been a good thing. Yeah. But there also needs to be an outcome for it. We can't continue something that's not working for yeah. us in many ways. So, and I think, I think for me, and I know people who have followed what I've been doing in terms of the podcast. I mean, I, one of the best twelfths I think that I've ever had was the year that the twelfth was at home. Uh -huh. You know, when we walked like, around our own area, you know, I really it. thought that that was an amazing, you know, day. Being finished at like half three, four o'clock totally. in the afternoon. Afternoon and being able to actually enjoy, enjoy the rest, the rest of, the of the day rather than getting to about half nine and, and eight and going, I'm busted. And, and this almost is a, a compromise because mm. we got the feedback too. People who I know, I never thought would enjoy the 12th and thought this was fantastic, wonderful, and do what they want after the parade yeah. is over. But this was a sort of compromise round up because equally you want people to see the whole parade. So if everybody yeah. stayed at home, nobody sees the whole of Belfast yeah. County. So this is doing a route where people have the opportunity to see the whole county. Yeah. We're also going to the city hall to pay our respects to yeah. the fall, which is very important. Yeah. So you're getting all that, plus you're getting then home early yeah. to do what you want to do. So I think there's, but equally there may be tweaks to it. Yeah. And a lot of people may feel it's difficult because, they, you know, what they go back when they're on their own area if they're in a difficult area and uh -huh. things like that. So all those things need to be looked at. But uh, the county's certainly in listening mode. Yeah, and that's good. And I think because there was a lot of stuff that even was on parade. I know there was a, a number of lodges had put things yeah, on their uh, banners and stuff like that there, you but, know. And but that's indicative of unionism. Like I said, in the media, you do wrong, they're all over you. you yeah. know, uh, I'd have difficulty with those who shout it and threw coins and, and the uh -huh. signs in the buses and the signs in their banners. You know, discussing, it's not being secret, but discussing the lodge room. If yeah. concerns, bring it through the, the organisation and I'd see them. But some of those lodges maybe haven't heard for two years. They haven't mm -hmm. heard their opinion. Yeah. I think at some stage there's going to be a decision made. Yeah. Uh, but it won't be just the, the county officers saying, oh, this is the way it's going to yeah. be. But the private it's lodges are going to have to have an input. Absolutely. And they should always, always were going to have an input. Yeah. Uh, and having them put up the NA as well. Yeah, but and as you said, it, there needs to be some framework to have a discussion. And we need to listen to the bands too. Yeah. You know, the parade isn't all about 
the order, you know. Mm. I, I talk about the Orange family, mm. and I see the bonds and orders all part of that. So we, we need to listen to what the bonds think. And some of the feedback I have from the bonds, it's in the hairdressers, the other end about front it was from a, a local bond. Said, well, I think it's a great idea, getting back to our yeah. now. A fair dollar saying, oh, we're giving this up. It's this attitude, because we've been under attack from a public, yeah. it's about giving up braids. They equate yeah. uh, reducing the route and enhancing yeah. our braid as giving something up. Oh, yeah. But it's actually enhancing That's it. what you're doing. And I think it, uh, but it also addresses the wider social responsibility that we have in regards to, I mean, because there are some things that you could say there's validity in, you know, in terms of being able to move about the town and stuff or being able to make, but I mean, the, the parade doesn't cause too much hassle in regards to, you know, freedom of movement, uh, even for emergency services. That's another no, one that gets leveled. We, we have worked with city centre management for 10 years mm -hmm. when they started Orange Fest and the shops open now, closing the parade's passing and open again. Yeah. Uh, and there needs to be issues how that's promoted. Yeah. Uh, and equally, as I said, the shops have done it is a public holiday. So yeah. A lot of people want to come into town, but those who do want to shop should shop yeah. when, when there's not a big crowd yeah, in exactly. the town, and that, that's normal. So we've worked with them, we've worked with the police to enhance things, and we've continually tried to improve for the tourist board's a classic one. Yeah. You know, a number of tourists that come to the Twelfth Home, they used to be just Scotsies coming yeah, to yeah. talk about, but I had occasion a few years ago to drop out and real. Uh, Royal Avenue uh -huh. and we had my own lodge come back my own district come back boy beside me from Spain yeah. and I started talking to him I said well first time. no he says I was here a couple of years ago I'll come back specifically to see it all yeah. this time and spend a couple of days it's, it's so, crazy the amount of people that you do meet around absolutely. the, the parade I mean why a number of times I've run into sort of like even Chinese yep. Japanese tourists who were there taking it in and going what's going on here I, I've run into a bunch of some Spaniards myself yeah. and French people as well who were like what and we you need know. to hunt it for the, in the sense of it, so they understand what it's about yeah. uh, and I think that we've been working with the tourist board and I, I think Covid knocked everything back yeah, so a lot of that's better. being picked up again yeah. uh, and like that and people think you know, forget in Belfast every 12 for many years or an evening there was a reception held for a minister from the Republic who right, watched okay. the parade in, uh -huh. uh, in Bedford Street every year and uh, what do you call it they, they come up specifically to see the parade and sometimes it was a tourist minister yeah. You know, so they talk about, oh, it's hard, and this one's not welcome, that one's not welcome. It's not the case. Yeah, no, and again, it comes down to that perception aspect, Absolutely. you know, in terms of what people think it is that they're actually walking into. And I suppose as a, as a bondsman, you know, you encounter that as well. I've done a number of sessions with uh, residence groups and stuff, yeah. you know, and um, youth groups in terms of on the falls and things like that. And some of the things that they, they've asked me was like, around about the idea of the sectarian tunes and all this kind of stuff. And I think, well, if there's no words, yeah. how do you know a, a tune sectarian? And when they, they, they mentioned a particular one, and I said, well, that's actually a hymn. Yes, uh, I said, so if you hear different words, I said, maybe there's an that's what, what you're hearing. Yeah. Uh, oh, but we know that's what they're thinking. Yeah. Like, but how do you know what I'm thinking? I have to say, I don't like saying this, that now so get over yourselves. They think we go out to annoy them on the 12th. We uh -huh. go out to celebrate the 12th yeah. and have a good day. In fact, during the parades this week, we were getting away from that. The 12th yeah. became a bind for people mm -hmm. because they knew it was going to be confrontation, hassle, uh -huh. all sorts of things. We're actually now getting back to enjoying the 12th yeah. again and wanting other people to enjoy it as well. It's not about beating it up anybody else for exactly. the sake of it a phrase it's about going out and celebrating the day and people I think should have the, the breath to do that and many nationalists do mm -hmm. understand that yeah no I, I completely I completely agree I think it you know there's it's not that we need to go on a charm offensive. I think there no. definitely needs to be open dialogue in regards to let's promote understanding because what I always talk to people about is understanding's better than knowledge Absolutely. you know you might think you know something but until you actually engage you can't really understand uh, it we see that in the museum of orange heritage mm -hmm. uh, we have a bigger uptake from catholic maintained schools than we mm -hmm. do from one of better description state schools yeah because in many ways state schools think they know it yeah uh, and that's the problem many of our community think they know it but they don't yeah but equally a nicest committee or many of want to learn exactly want to, it, some yeah. don't you're some gonna you, know, you look at some of the commentators the Irish news and, you know uh -huh. they, they have their they have their fixed views you know yeah. change that that's that's life uh, but I think a lot of nicers want to know more and understand it better are they going to come to it? maybe yes maybe no but at least they're trying to understand it well that's it and there's a, there's almost a paradox thing there in terms of our own community in regards to this idea of thinking that we know yeah. and yet knowing on the ground a lot of people go we need to improve education around Absolutely. our culture and our history and so on because we've got Absolutely. young people who haven't grown up in proximity to a lot of this stuff um, that don't understand no. 
the, some of the rationale behind it, the reasons behind things and stuff. I even think about my own kids and all. I mean, I think about whenever I grew up, just, uh, I mean, at Tapham Avenue, I mean, this was part and parcel of everyday life. Absolutely. You know, whereas my kids have grown up in a different area of yep. Belfast where yep. they haven't been no. exposed to, to this, you know, and, uh, you know, and it's like, it's like a man indoctrinating the kids, you know, know. But, it, but it's more about this is, you need to understand why I go and do this. Absolutely. You know, this is why I feel that, that I want to do this and be a part of the bond and etc and why this is really important but if, so there's a, there's a balance there, there that needs balance to be struck you know in terms of that but the other thing that struck me as well was and I don't know why you found this Mervyn in terms of being spoken to by the media and other things you hear this thing about the Orange being an outdated ancient organisation but yet whenever there is either something an issue that comes up the first people that people want, why aren't the Orange talking about this? Yeah. And I think you live in this wee limbo of damned if you do sometimes, damned if you don't. Yeah, it sounds like the soundtrack in my life. <laughs> uh, but, but you're right, I have to say people do turn. But this idea we're an antiquated old organisation, uh, not the case. We're not as big as we once were, but we're not in free fall. Mm. You know, some churches and nominations and other fraternal orders are in free fall. We're not. We're holding our own membership. Sure. Uh, Difficulty is maybe people join it and not realise what it was or not it's not for them. Leave that. That's life. Yeah. But our membership isn't in free fall. And secondly, yes, it's an older profile, but you know, when you look at my church or other churches mm. or other things, there's a lot of things that are older profile. But there are younger members there. And this year I think there's a revival in Orange mm. and the whole Orange culture and unionist culture. But we've now more arches up. There's like yeah. maybe twenty new arches over the last couple of years. It's not real. There's a revival. Orange halls are getting uh, refurbished. There's more new banners dedicated this year than any other. So people don't invest, as I said, in the 12th day in an organisation that's done. Mm. Invest in the future. And we see that now. It maybe uh, lodges aren't as big as they were, but then that's maybe a case, maybe some of the smaller ones in amalgamate with the bigger sure. lodges. Uh-huh. Although that's difficult because there's an emotional tie with followers in that lodge, etc. But I actually see a revival in Orange culture. And it's important that we not only recognise that, but we begin to address it strategically. Where is that taking us? Because uh-huh. I think that is lacked within the broader promise in unionist loyalist community is that we tend to just do things. We're good at doing them, but we're not good at the strategic level mm. and placing ourselves yeah. in the right place to develop this and move this on. We're sort of very, you know, excuse the term, we're just Presbyterian, dark face and we get on with it. Right. Uh, but we need to think what we're getting on with. We need to think how to fit into the broader picture. Yeah. I think there's a lot of scope there to develop some strategic thinking around our culture. But I, I actually see it growing. And if you look, it used to be just the 12th day. A number of adverts I've seen in social media for barbecues, tractor runs, oh, yeah. all sorts, fun days, also all related to the 12th. Yeah. And even after the 12th, it used to be just the one day, you might be at a street party in the uh-huh. 11th and that was it. But now actually from the 1st of July, yeah, there's a lot going of stuff going on. Yeah. If you go back to the uh, the coronation, um, if it hadn't been for the orange in many years, there'd have been nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying yeah. we're the great thing. Yeah. When I say orange, I mean the orange family. I'm sure. talking about all the loyal orders, talking about the bands and some good community groups out there too. Yeah. But as you say, people look to the order. What are you doing about uh-huh. this? And there's something politically, yes, we do get involved. Uh, it was interesting when the... Uh, Tonister was up from the south recently talking to political parties. He requested to come and see the Orange on his way home because right. he was interested in our opinion. Sure. Uh-huh. But equally, you get, oh, well, they're going to them. They're not elected. They're not this. But we are a reasonably influential organisation. Yeah. Uh, and so people do want to hear your opinion. And we have an opinion about most things, I yeah. have to say. And I, and I think that that's, but as you said previously, that, that's that tight rope that you walk. It's like, hey, go on. People don't want to hear from you yes. and then all of a sudden it's like there's an issue oh why aren't you yes. talking about this you know and I think it, I think it's sometimes that's and sometimes, sometimes you take a neutral stance for instance Brexit yeah. the, order, the order didn't say I or nay because we have members on both sides of the argument yeah. so things like well, I still call it 11 plus let's say you know we have people on both sides of that. So we don't sure. take a stand. There's things we don't take a stand on. What we are, of course, strong on is the union. Yeah. And we wouldn't compromise on that. We're strong on our faith issues as well. Uh, but there's a lot. I think we have contributed to the civic society. And uh-huh. sadly, in many places, we've been excluded from that civic society. So we'll have to rediscover yeah. a place. Um, 
and be yourselves because years ago you had to reinvent yourself as an Ulster Scots group uh -huh. to get money etc thankfully those days have moved on the Ulster Scots is doing well but there's other facets to our community yeah. outside Ulster Scots no and there's, there is, there's other areas that are starting to move in towards funding I know Belfast City Council is moving towards they have a cultural project and stuff that's yeah. being developed currently that could be definitely used to bonds and the waiter yeah. um, unionist family as well I think you know it's great that people yeah. are starting to recognise that there's something to contribute here and it's not the science and it's not the it's a spin-off of that because that becomes you realise there's education in it mm. you know for, for our children for yeah. young particularly having that said against the, um, the poor qualification of young uh, Protestant males uh -huh. and, and that can be addressed yeah. so it's not just dealing with our people that's the point they sometimes think we get a we get a grant for a hall and put you in a new kitchen we get a grant for a yeah. grant uniform but actually those grants yes they're good and they're needed but there's grants there for music tuition that, yeah. That's increasing some kids' skills who make me so academic. Yeah, exactly, I, I don't get, I'm not saying I'm a bit bad, it's not academic. Yeah, but, yeah, no. but you have the whole remit there that you can um, get involved in yeah. wider community life and creating a, a better society for everybody. I remember, I think it was Dan Gore when he started working with the uh -huh. bands, and, and Dan's working class Protestant originally. But he couldn't believe the remit was in bonds, everything from yeah. care workers to exactly. salesmen. Just the whole, the whole life was in, yeah. in a bond. And, and it's the same with logic, but people don't know, you're in a bond, you must be a thug, you must be this, you must yeah. be that. Uh, and same with the order, you must be a bigot, you must be this and that. And, and people stereotype you. And sadly, I go back to the point, it's not only um, the nationalist community or Republican community, it's almost yeah. in the Protestant community yeah, as well. Yeah, in terms of how you're viewed. Yeah. And, and I think one of the other things is that there is changes in, even in, in some of the things. I look at the London Dairy Bonds Forum and, and the, the way that they've, the, the, the legitimisation process that they've put in place for the likes of teaching B-flat flute in schools. Yes. You know, they've got qualifications that are attached to that, they're doing that. The, what do you call it, in terms of Highland Dance and so on as well, you know. Um, Solace are amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And that whole, you know, the Northwest Cultural Partnership are doing amazing things, I think, in regards to... Schoenberg Society and Exactly. Well. You know, there's a lot of Macker stuff... Macker Feltz taking off there, yeah. and Lima Valley yeah. as a museum, and then Porta Down. Yeah. Actually, people don't see that revival. Exactly. Uh, and we don't maybe articulate and promote it enough. And yeah. That's the strategic level. We need to begin to promote all this to people realise... Yeah. I didn't realise that was going exactly, on. Exactly, that's it. You go, you go up to Solis and realise that there's 600 kids a week going or through high even and more, yeah. and how many people that employs so them. It would blow you away. I know. No, it's amazing, because I waited uh, a few guys from Magnafelt at an event in terms of the organisation that I work for. We did an event as part of the Four Corners Festival, yes, and uh, and we had a number of the young lads who were involved in the July Festival that takes yes. place down in, in Magherfeld area, and uh, and Stephen Dolan it was there the night they were there, which was interesting. Um, <laughs> but the, he was actually quite taken aback at just how articulate these young people yeah, were yeah. in terms of the organisational skills that they had, who they had to interact with to make sure their event goes on. And the July Festival down there is amazing. You said yourself, the July Festival, that's, that's all grown this last couple of years. Yeah. Before it was the 11th night and the 12th yeah. day, but now we're talking about July Festival, which is wonderful. But yeah. I'm maybe have a hobby horse here, but that's a, that's a good festival, Magnafat, that's great. But if you look at what West Belfast festivals has yeah. morphed into and it's connected, you know, the ones in London Dairy and, and all that, we need to be saying this is going on throughout the province. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and actually sharing more information with mm -hmm. each other. How did they do it? What can we do? Hey, we're all not going to be the same. Yeah. But what do you call, we can pick up ideas and strengths that they've used and then use them. Exactly. No, and the I think that, that, you know, this idea of of growth though you know what I mean because at the end of the day the likes of the failure and stuff didn't really didn't it had small beginnings as Absolutely. well to, me, to the point where it's and, and, a massive event and, and equally I'm not agreeing over, I'm not saying mimic the flair, uh -huh. flair we, we have to do what we want to do it's yeah. our culture yeah. and uh, that will be maybe totally different it might pick up aspects of it but it's, it's just using that as a, an example of what can be done yeah. as opposed to necessary a model. But it's a, then it's about the, it's quality as well, isn't Absolutely. it? About the idea of having a quality mm -hmm. you know, event that's going on. And, and I think that that's really what you're talking about. It's not just, it's not a bonfire, it's an event. It's you're planning event. an Absolutely. event. You know, there's a lot of safety planning and stuff that comes into that. There's a heck of a lot more than this that, 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 meets, that meets the eye. Uh, and the other thing's good is, is integration into the broader community. We have taken a stand for several years now at the Balmore Show. Uh -huh. Yes. Massively popular. 
people just seeing you there. Yeah. And equally people from the south coming, well, what are you about? I remember this year I was talking to three busmen from Monaghan who actually bring uh-huh. a band up for the 12th day and the, the Lords, right. but not from our tradition, and talked to them all about what it was, plus our own people seeing there. And like almost show there was a, a, an orange presence this year. So sometimes people like us to do our own thing. Mm. We need to be saying, well, hold on, our band could play at your event. Yeah. Mm, our land big drum could welcome the, the people coming off the, the boat. The boat, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. So we, we need to be pushing that more, integrating back and taking our yeah. place and stuff like that because too many people would like to see us in our own meat, have your own meat yeah. festival, do your own thing, but not involved in the way that you said it. And, and that's the, when you get this whole culture, what culture, you know, oh. there's this idea of what, what culture. Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, that's it's an easy stick to try and beat the, the but, community um, with. It's easy stick because we can't articulate it in the sense way. Uh-huh. And that's, we're actually multicultural. Yeah. I remember my two daughters going in uh, some of the states when they were younger and they were saying, they were asked what to do and there was the Irish dance and something. They said, what do we do? Do we sing the Sash? And they'll be, like, we'll, right. we'll be labelled as bigots. Uh-huh. But but their cultures are lived out every day. Yeah. Their cultures is much about what they watch on TV and everything else. Well, that's it. And I'm not knocking nationals, but it's very monoculture. It's a, one sport and organisation with many facets to it, uh, one language. So there's a monoculture. And yeah, yeah. Can be, I'm not saying they're not welcome and all that, but our culture is broad. Yeah. Uh, we, we've several aspects to it. You know, from around the world. Oh, definitely, and as you say, I think that there's definitely needs to be moved towards that. I know they're in terms of you know, by open direction. I think as part of the North Wales Cultural Partnership, you've yeah. got this the the Trot and I yeah. um, group Absolutely. that are you know are coming up in terms of let's reframe yeah. the way this is being put across and stuff. And I think that all those things are definitely positive moves. And socially, and this is maybe a hobby horse man. I'm, I'm I love ballots, mm-hmm. not so much tradition, but ballots. But you know you. I don't do it uh, for, for obvious reasons, but <laughs> right up the falls, and that's in every bar, but you go into bars or hotels, right? there'd be a traditional group or somebody playing yeah. in the corner. You don't, you might be a country westerners, which I'm not Aye. knocking, but you think there's lots of bondsmen out there, there's lots of singers. You know, that, that tradition's just not there. People yeah. go out and enjoy boys in a corner sitting having a bit of a session, yeah. and, and a mean session of the music, yeah, yeah. and just enjoy that. I, and it's trying to, again, it's not copying, but I think that would be good for tourists. It'd be good for us. Yeah, you know, no, I think you're right. I think, but I think there's an element when sometimes, and it's not that when you go into some bars and there's, but there's a loyal, the, the loyalist singer on. Yes. And I, and I, and I get, I get the, totally. the, the, if that's what you're into, you have yes, to get. The side spice, I have no yeah. issue with that. You know what I mean? I, I think that, that needs broadened. Yeah. Uh, and we do it good, pretty good with the pipes and things. Uh-huh. But I don't think we've got the, the, the flutes and the accordions and, uh, the same way because it tends to be the whole band needs to be there to play. Yeah. When you're talking about a couple of flutters playing yeah. a few tunes, it might be somebody giving a bit of a Well, chance. that's where the, the rebirth even of the faith and drum units that yes. are coming, you know, yeah. I know that there's one down in London, it's just the, the, the garrison and then you yes. have the, the, is it the Inglesby? You know, the, yeah, there's a right, few yeah, of those that are going to those guys yeah. that are yeah. bringing in their smaller units and, you know. Brilliant. And that, that, we just need to grow that. Yeah. No, definitely. I think you're right. Um, now, in terms of that, there's so, we're, we're all, we're saying that we're, we're up for a change with the 12th, we're up for saying this, and you know, yeah. but there's nothing set in stone. If we can improve and make Absolutely. it a better day for everybody, Absolutely. great. And you know, and, and as long as people don't feel like they're they're losing stuff, no, you know, that it's in your, your word in terms of enhancing the experience mm-hmm. of the day, I think that that's that's really important. The other thing that I did want to talk to you about was another, unfortunately, leaked document that, that came from the county in regards to the bonds and this idea of an approved bonds register. Now I know on recently on the, the radio and stuff that you mentioned you hadn't read the, the document and stuff, but I'm just wondering what your thoughts are because there's some stuff in that there that I know bonds may be okay with. There's other things in that document um, that are would cause me as a bondsman some level of concern as to how they would regulate this type of stuff. And it may be useful to maybe outline some of those for people who are listening and watching just before we go into that. So there's, there's talk then of, of a similarity between what's potentially in Scotland, what's happening in Scotland in regards to the the colours that uh, the, the bonds carry in terms of their flags, their colour parties and stuff. There's some stuff in it around the idea of uniforms and this idea of quasi-military marching a suggested pace that bonds walk on and also making it a bond captain's responsibility to 
sort out the gap between the lodge and a band uh, and then other things around using two bass drums counter drumming and all this kind of stuff what, what are your what are some of your thoughts on some of this here because I know for me some of it flies and some of it doesn't again I'm speaking personal capacity here um, the, if I genuinely haven't read that aspect I've heard aspects of the paper haven't read but again that's a matter for, for discussion my, my own feeling is you don't fix something that's not broke I think, by and large, there's good relationships. In fact, not by and large, there is good relationships between the vast majority of bands uh-huh. and lodges. You get the odd hiccup. You get the odd hiccup in anything. Uh, and I think there's already, um, there's already rules and regulations around a better word, generally not strong, to deal with those things. Mm-hmm. Because if a band gets banned here, it's banned in Scotland and yeah. in England as well. So there's all those things. But a band would need to do something really difficult. There's some bad in many ways yeah. and there has been bands that have been uh, barred and, and that has happened so I don't need no way we need to bring in another set of rules when I was in the uh, talks about improving the parades commissioner replacing it with something that, that worked uh, we, we talked about you know, it was actually the lands put up a bond register for the council and I said uh-huh. are you going to license us like dogs yeah. I'm totally against the register I have to say uh-huh. I don't see the need for that whatsoever uh, but also then if there is, and there is gaps in praise, but let, let's be honest about this, the lodges aren't as big as they were in some yeah, places. Sure. So a band can't, well, a big band with 60 men can't walk on with them, can't walk with six men, then another band right behind it. Yeah. There is going to be gaps. But that should be worked out and managed with the bonds. I don't think you bring legislation that makes somebody responsible. You talk to the bonds, say, how do you improve? And there, there are issues have arisen this year, and it's not even about flares. Yeah. Now, what do you call those flares? I, Call from myself, and, yeah, you know, yeah. it caught you. So they're saying, and you come and say, ban them. Well, how can you ban them? Because of the public. Aye. I think we need to talk and say, look, there's people in ban, people watching the side of the road, old people, just it's catching them. Yeah. You know, so they're maybe not the best things. That's like, can we do something else? There's another yeah. way of doing it. Trying talking to people. Uh, and I think they need to talk to bonds more if they, if they perceive issues. And there are, there's always issues. Yeah. Uh, and, and you decide and give clear outlines of what's expected of both. Sure. Uh, and so I think that's the way forward. If there is a but I wouldn't be in for bringing any more regulation against bonds because I don't think we need it. Those issues, are, there are issues there and they dealt with, but they're not massive and can't be overcome. Yeah. Uh, so I think more is talking to bonds. And that's difficult. Bonds are bonds and that bonds don't, you know, they don't get into organisations oversee themselves that much because they're not busy running their bond. You know, yeah. So many nights a week practising. You're out on Saturday at bond parades all the time. Yeah. So the infrastructure's not there. So that we need to build that and get alongside the bonds and talk to them more yeah. and deal with those specific issues yeah. if there are. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right. And I know one of the things that, uh, that there was some talk around the idea that because there's no official Belfast bonds forum, that that might have caused this. But I know there's now, there's the South and East forum yeah. that's been developed that recently there's about five or six bonds coming together to kind of talk about certain things, I suppose. I think there's an element where I know work that I've done, the bonds are looking to do some stuff to regulate their own parades better. Look, they've done that over the years. The yeah. Bonds have improved massively over the years. Yeah. And through self-regulation. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they've done uh, that themselves. But I think, themselves. I think there is an element where there is somewhere in the back of the minds of bonds is that they know that there's the potential of either legislation or council-driven approaches that are going to cause them and, and some we, issues and concerns. We would stand with the bonds resisting any approach by council to try and regulate. Now, that doesn't mean we say anybody can do anything. Same with the order, our own lodges. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a certain decorum and all to me. But I think 99.9%, that's bad. Yeah. You, you don't need a hammer to crack a, a nut, shall we say. Uh, so I think we need to just be careful around what we do because you get the usual thing, the bonds are walking around with the order. And that, that, that's a nonsense. We're all, we're all part of the one... Uh, family. Yeah. Let, let, let's sort things out together. And I, I, have to, I have to say that whenever I hear about, you know, the council idea of regulating stuff, and I know that the council has responsibility uh, for yeah. certain things within there, but it, it's interesting that the, the idea of trying to regulate something that they don't really seem interested in. Yeah. I'd say that... Well, it's political demands, right? Yeah. It's around that old pre issue, which is dead off. And there's no talk of council doing that. It was a suggestion from one political party. Uh-huh. I don't think a council would probably be keen on uh, for obvious reasons. Yeah. But it's just that idea of licensing the ban. I, I, I don't buy into that. Yeah. A ban, a ban's a ban. And you're right, there is new groups emerging. But I say it's time I was involved in forming club, uh-huh. bonds, because bonds are all different things. Could you come in and I went in and did a bit of work with them, getting them together and talk. But for the very reason of outline, people haven't time to commit to yeah. an infrastructure to deal with things. So 
I think, and we can't force them into structures to do it, but it's good that there is forums and there's talk yeah. about, but the talk needs to be with each other as opposed to at each other. Yeah, and I think I think that that's probably something that, you know, whenever I read, the, got a hold of the document and read it, and I think, go on, I hope somewhere along the line that they open up a form of dialogue yeah. with the bonds in order to talk this through. Because, let's face it, we're not just talking about Belfast bonds, we're talking about bonds that walk within the Belfast district. Totally. You know, and... Twenty-three Scots bonds alone. Yeah. You know, I mean, but even you look at it, I mean, there's bonds from Arch, from Bangor, all over the place that come and walk in Belfast. But the, the, the idea is not just for the 12th, this is for, this bonds register was for any bonds that are engaged by lodges within the county uh, across the year. Yeah, I, I can say, certainly Grand Lodge aren't looking at anything like this. Uh -huh. And again, Belfast put to their members, their members might membership might say they need it but but every part of the province is different some areas don't mind bonds dressing up on the way home yeah, yeah. other areas do so you have to adapt to what particular area you're in yeah so i don't think making regulation among counties is going to make a difference difference elsewhere because people know the difference in that county and the, they can deal with bonds there's yeah. a bond contract there and they can deal with bonds right they don't I, my opinion, as I say, if the county decided, that's up to them. But I personally just don't see additional regular. I think there's needs to be improved on both sides. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the oranges are fault in these things are caps. And yeah. It's not all about bonds. No, I think you're right. One of the things that are for everybody. One of the points that I had made when I, I was asked on the, to talk about this on the, on the radio at one point, and one of the things that I had suggested was there was a mention in there around this idea of whenever you're passing on other bonds, not to be doing this counter drumming or not yeah. having a second. Uh, my thing, first thing was, well, then have a better route. Yeah. You know, plan the route better so that you don't have bonds past each other. Like bonds that. will work that respect themselves. When I was in Bangor and it happened, it had to happen just the nature of the route. Uh, and all the bonds on one side didn't play. So the bonds respect each other. You, yeah. to, you know, well, there's an element that sometimes. Now, the, the Easter Monday this year was a disaster yeah. for yeah. me anyway, yeah. um, because the the, the bonds. That was was a wonderful. Yeah, 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 just no, stand there, Bob. Just <laughs> 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 get out of the way of that one. But no, for me that, that but it's not the first time that it's happened that uh, where yes. the main part of the parade is you've got. Yes. Bonds coming this way, yeah, whether yeah. being passed or not, and it's just a blowout. Yeah. The whole thing, and for me, that's just not an enjoyable experience, regardless. You know, and that just made yeah. my bonds big enough. Yes. But even then, you know, you're what you come up against a bond that's like 60, 70, 80 members yes. and stuff like that. There, it's just not enjoyable. And even from probably uh, a spectator's point yes, of view, no, no. it's just a cacophony yeah. of noise, and you don't really but, get. But bonds can work that out themselves. Hey, but I see other bonds, and it happens all the time. Clapping. Another bond going through. Yeah, yeah. I was always broke up, but whatever they're yes, uh, yes. whatever they're yeah. um, they're past each other as part but, of their. But I, I, if you get into regulations that, then it's dot nays and crossing t's and what do you call it? If somebody hits a drum once or twice, you know. Is that, is that the yeah. same? Or, and it's all sorts of things. Although double drumming was always when I... Yeah. They were never allowed to carry two bass drums off the set. Well, I, know, I, I, I noticed it's coming back this last well, year. Well, I'm not going to mention any bonds no, in no, particular, but I've seen one bond in particular with three. Uh, you know, so it's like... That's <laughs> a dude, there always was, even when I was growing up, there was always one uh -huh. bond. And again, there's this about throwing up the pole. I love to see that. Yeah. Drum major throwing up the pole and enjoying it. And I know. That's part of it. It's a skill and in terms yeah. of itself. You see some of those and guys, what they do, you know? Things develop. Look, look how many kids are in front of the bands now. And then those kids that are playing bass drums and stuff, and it's their first introduction. We syndrome. I'm not a musician, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I don't know them. You know, that, yeah. that man, even the, yeah, having the sort of the half drum or just, you know, in terms right. of the, oh, the setting. kids on. You exactly, know, and I think you need to have that in terms of making sure that the, the, the tradition continues sure. and you've got some of those young people that are involved in bonds are, are seriously talented you know oh, kids absolutely. and you no don't want to you don't want to stifle that Not at you all. know in any shape or form but it'll be interesting to see how that conversation develops especially around this idea of walking at 110 beats per minute and stuff like that I mean I don't know how they regulate that in terms of uh, someone walking around no. with a metronome no. for each bond to make sure you're walking no. at 110 if you don't then what do you do what do you say if you don't walk at 110 does that mean you're bond for and next I, year and equally I'm, I'm on like myself with a bad leg like <laughs> myself with a bad leg no, if I can't keep up there I have to you know yeah. you get into silliness but I think it's there however somebody's drawn up the, the county will look at it and, and decide it's a 
it's a matter for themselves. But personally, I just think there's there's issues creating another tier, so yeah, of uh, regulation and, and no need for it personally. No, and I think you know, as you say, the bonds have their own type of regulation in regards to what they expect, but they're yeah. all prayed. I think that that could be a conversation, but I think that is a conversation that's hard um, between the private lodge and the thing that this and yeah. you know. I, I, but the only way to look at it is, is a lot of lodges have used the same bond for. God knows how many sure. years, you know what I mean? Um, and you, there's a, an established relationship there. And actually what you find is a lot of bonds as a result of establishing that relationship with the Lodge, that there's a cross-pollination that's taking place right. and that members of that bond are now members of that Lodge, etc. And, uh, you know, that that's, that's well, a good thing. One for example we'd hold up as Gertrude Star mm. and formed the Lodge yeah, yeah. out of the bond. Uh, that, that's a way for mem- the group members. If people feel no longer in the bond, they, they've got an option there, yeah. Lodge, and it's one of the biggest lodges in the county. It is. So. It is and I have to say, it's one of the, uh, along with um, Ballysillan Lodge. Yeah. Ballysillan Lodge is bigger, but they're all their big lodges. But I, I think we need to look at ways like that. And equally, people in the band, you've shown they're in the order too. Yeah. I know some bands don't allow Yeah. But I had great to see this the orange flash. And yeah, the flash. The sleeve one. Yeah, but uh-huh. that, that's a band. Yeah. We, we could, you know, nobody should be kind of suggesting anybody is saying it, but... We like saying the bit pacing doesn't make sense. Everybody in the band unit must wear orange yeah. on, on your uh, shoulder or whatever. But bands, I know bands that don't wear like anything. Yeah, that's exactly. And it, yeah. That. So it's things find their own level. And yeah. I think when, if you begin to interfere too much, then it uh, creates imbalance everywhere. Yeah, well, that's, as you say, the, there's always a contract between a lodge yeah, and a bond for engaging them that yes. covers a lot of a lot of things. And I, but for me personally, I think some of this stuff in this is just is a, it's just a step. Yeah. It's a step too far yeah. for me in terms of. I, I just think you'll have bonds that are already maybe apprehensive at times about maybe even where when there when there's a when there's a, a determination. In a particular area, but what it is that they're playing about, you know, you know, worrying are you getting caught for something in the odd this in? And I agree. That's, top a, of that's that. always a, a decision for the bond because I'm not going to tell somebody it's going to get them a criminal offence. Yeah. I want to get myself. That's my decision. I see my bonds. I, I don't think we should be telling that. And I don't think we do it. Maybe happened years ago. People are encouraged to do things, but I think if it's a it's a decision for the bond. I have no yeah. issue if a bond decides not to break a determination. Equally, the bond decides to break a determination because of whatever reason. <laughs> so I would still support that because many of the determinations I think are horrendous, mm. um, particularly anti anti Protestant, uh, anti unionist in many ways. Uh, so, but that's down to the bond because yeah. if young lads not bond, people in careers not bond. Nobody should be saying, "Oh, you break that, you have yeah. to." Break. Even the crowd should at yeah. bonds play something. Exactly. But it's your job. It's your livelihood. People have to look at that. Well, this is it, you know. And I think when I hear you man, you'd mentioned about you know coming back down the Newton Arch, the Newton Arch Road and stuff. You know, yeah. being a really good. And I'm there was I remember the one of the year what was it last year? I think there was there was a determination as there always seems to be as you're heading up towards where St Matthews is, isn't it St Matthews on the yeah, Newton Road, isn't it? Um, and. I think or we took more abuse from the people on the side of the road there who were out watching the parade mm-hmm. because the, the bond decided that they weren't going to play something and they just were on the top. Yeah. And it was, you thought that you had yeah. literally, you know, do, stole somebody's livelihood or something with that, the way the crowd was responding. But that, that's, that's, a, that's the case for looking at both elements because I, I said a band should play and I walked, the band I walked behind this year in my own lodge, I walked up in my own lodge. Played hymns all that mm-hmm. night. Well, hymns that actually could sing orange tunes to as well, but, yeah. but they were hymns. But the crowd that lives there, and this is where the Braids Commission is at fault here, they're the indigenous population who live there. They're being denied their culture yeah, yeah. By, by the Braids Commission, so, so they get angry, but I don't think they should take it out in the bonds. But equally, so what we need to do is to work to get the Braids Commission changed, get the legislation changed, so it's more fair and accurate to our community. Yeah, and I think that, that also comes down to the likes of. The Parades Commission either, and I know some people won't go and speak to them, and I get that, but I think if we're looking to get some kind of change in regards to level and understanding, there needs to be some format for it. Yeah, I think certainly we, some of it, and some lodges went and put it down and go in, uh, the ultimate rule, the orange only the Grand Master can authorise uh-huh. me, and I know people who's authorised to go in and see the Parades Commission, and they've said they've regretted asking. Because it's, the, it's their structures in many ways. Their legislation is flawed and best yeah. against the parade and tradition. Uh, so they're, they're bound by that. So when you're going in, you get no change. Indeed, 
uh, from MPs down going in and said they've been treated like contempt. Now, the new commission tell you we're different, we're, we're called to us. But if you're dealing with flawed legislation, if you've shown no sign of any um, attempt, put it down as a prime example, you know, you're telling people, oh, you have to talk all the time, you must talk. You're telling these Belfast you must talk mm-hmm. for their own reasons, these Belfast don't talk. But in Port of Down, you're not telling the residents groups you have to talk. Yeah. Well, no, that's a settled matter. You know, there's been a protest continually for 25 years. So there's hypocrisy, no consistency about yeah. the Praise Commission. We live in a shared city. Let's accept your uh, support of the orders on the 12th of July. You can't walk down. Donegal Street. Mm-hmm. It's a sterile zone in many ways. Uh, supporters, loyalists, unions, brothers are banned from that area. Uh, yet, no, there was an agreement with the priest at one time uh, that the order was involved oh, in, yeah. and then somebody didn't like it. Immediately, then they withdrew from the uh, agreement, shall we say. Of course, the priest may just step in, and that's it. Nobody's allowed okay, down there. Okay. Even though we showed willingness and it worked out an agreement. Uh, once one local resident decided to kick up, that was taken. So we're barred from the area. And there's been no redress, no return to sure. that by the Prades Commission. Uh, so they need to show that they're willing to do something uh, for the unions community or not show the bias that they're yeah. intrinsically built into their system. No, I think they're right. But I think there's definitely, there needs to be something that addresses their understanding of what, yeah. you know, even in regards to the likes of the music, the bands play and stuff like that. There, I think there needs to be uh, some level of understanding of that because a band may call a military march in terms of maybe walking past a particular area and they can get pulled for that because it says sacred tunes only. You know, where for me, you can't get much more benign sometimes than a mili- oh, the military march that say something that's called, totally. and, you know, whatever. I, even that case in uh, Donegal Street, uh, the, the priest, even when the determination did come in, we said, not a single drumbeat because it sounds ominous coming mm. down the street. Yeah, yeah. But no, what did they say? No, a single drumbeat, you know. Uh, we we had offered hymns and all sorts of things, but, but you look, you're not going to please them. No, I think even, you're right, and I had the whole idea of that, you know, that. Yeah. You know, I, I regard all tunes. Like, you're dead type thing, isn't it? I regard all tunes as sacred, so. You know, well, <laughs> I, I, well, it depends. I think it supports Glenn Torrid, though, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> you can do what you want, but. Um, no, but I, I think there's definitely there's room for some level of discussion. How that happens, as you say, there needs to be some change to the legislation, but I also think that they need to increase their understanding of whatever it is that they're making decisions yeah. about, um, because. It, and the, and that's where they don't understand maybe the 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 sense of frustration and anger that sometimes no. comes from the, the as a result of and, what seems like and, almost idiotic at times. And the other thing has to be said here because of the legislation it is the only reason we have peaceful trials is because the Republicans aren't kicking up. Mm. The legislation legislation is such if Republicans decide to make next twelfth contentious. They would do it. Mm. And the legislation would allow them to do that and back that up. Sure. So in many ways, just it suits Republicans to turn the tab off at the minute because they want to be everybody's friend, want us to like and replace New Ireland where every day will be the 12th of July. But if they realise that's not going to come about and they decide, let's use parades again to raise the tensions. Uh-huh. The legislation's still there. The parades commission's care for So they can turn it on and off uh, as they like. Yeah. And um, that's where we need to get smarter about yeah, well, not reacting to things yeah. we were talking about earlier on. Uh, and hopefully it won't come back to that. Yeah. But sadly, if it does, the legislation's already skewed against yeah. us. But I think there's almost a sense that it, it's not that you're preparing for that, but you're no. wanting to make... Your, your process better. Totally. And, and that's more acceptable. For acceptable. Ever, it's it's yeah. never been acceptable to unions coming to. Never been acceptable. But that's, that's all right. As long as Republicans are happy with it, then we'll keep it there. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. You know, and I, there's, there's a lot of work that still needs to be to be done, and I think, but that's it's an ongoing thing, you know, and that's like life in any community. It's an yeah. ongoing process that we need to kind of be prepared for, and but we need to have the mechanisms within our, our within those uh, the elements of sure. the culture within our communities to be able to respond appropriately. And I think that we're we're definitely starting to head in that direction. Yes, yeah. We've been maybe later than what we needed yes. to be, but we are where the we fact are. that it's 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 definitely happening. So you mentioned earlier on there, you're definitely seeing a revival. What are your own thoughts in regards to you know the, the future of the of the institution? Where where's it going, and how do you, how, how's the health of it in terms of how you see things? I, as I said, I think we're in a good place. I think we need to give more responsibility to younger people coming through, and that's 
boys like me handing over responsibility sure. and encouraging young people. Was, you know, you like to hold on to things. You like that was always done this way. It was like mm. so. And maybe not susceptible to change times, but I'm susceptible to growth mm-hmm. and, and encouragement. So it's encouraging young people. But equally, you have to understand it's a different way we live in society. You know, fa- you know, years ago when my father was in the order, my grandfather, you know, the order said the order in the church, mm. not to take up all your social yeah. life and everything else. Now, since there's all sorts of things, you know, uh, Sky TV, careful, whatever yeah. you want to call it. I've just changed Sunday, say, using uh-huh. the church example. So it's changed how people interact with the oil orders. People don't have as much time to go to this many meetings. Yeah. Uh, so we need to look at how we spend our time. Now, I wouldn't want the order to change from its core principles. Yeah. And that is the, the promotion of Protestantism. Yeah, sure. And also the defence of the union. Uh, but there's the social side, the charity side. We see that. Like, one lodge alone raised a quarter of a million this year. Yeah. Uh, from their child, and you hear, you hear that all the time. Lodges come over, we have 5,000 for this. I think the 12th in Bally Castle raised 3,500 for their ambulance and stuff sure. like that. So, charity, so I, just, I don't want to become a social organization mm-hmm. just solely, but social is very much it, yeah. charity is very much it, faith is very much it at its very core, and the politics is there, but I don't want it to dominate it. Yeah. Uh, I think we shouldn't get involved in local decisions, you know, sure. as I said, our education, but it comes to union. I think we should be unifying force where we can be sure. uh, and encouraging others like the new communities to support the union as well okay. uh, and play our part. I'm not saying we're the big player, the biggest player in there, but we are a major player sure. and need to play our part. So it, it's getting more people involved and getting more people um, educated because the signs of people aren't educated. But for, for example, this year, we have a new exhibition that we see in Warren Church um, and it's a, about the glorious revolution. Uh-huh. It's called Liberty. Right. And it's about the glorious... That's a that's what we prayed for in the twelfth day. Yeah. Let's get back to basics. I'm not saying everybody thinks, oh, we must know that why yeah. we prayed the glorious revolution does all. But if people examine that, many of the freedoms and democracy, America's democracy flowed from the glorious sure. revolution. Uh-huh. The freedom of the press flowed from the glorious revolution. You can even say the Bank of England was formed in the glorious revolution, but that's a different argument. But if you go and look at that exhibition, people think it'll be this and it'll be all that. You've you've uh, Martin Luther King Jr. You've Rosa Parks. She actually has an Ulster Scots background and, and her ancestor. Yeah. Those are the things we were supporting. That's what the Glorious Revolution. Yeah. That type of freedom, we have allowed <coughs> Republicans in particular to steal those clothes. Sure. Because it was William brought civil and religious liberty for all. For everybody. Yeah. Not not just Protestants. Sometimes that's been abused in the past. Mm, yeah. That's been abused by the South and the way you had a Catholic state down there and a Catholic government just serving the purposes of the Church. We've seen the repercussions of that. But we we're getting back to this basic civil and religious liberty for all, and that means not just for me. Yeah. It means for everybody. For everybody yeah. From all creeds and none. So I think we'll begin to discover that and discover our own history again uh, and what it truly means yeah. and begin to live that out. Along with our neighbours, not separately. I, I, I want to get on with the Republic of Ireland as a neighbouring sure. government. Uh, I want to get on with neighbours as best I can and communities. But that needs both sides to be prepared to do that. Yeah. And work at it. Not yeah. But as I well. think you're right in terms of your stuff when you talk about that historical aspect of the Glorious Revolution. A pivotal point in European Absolutely. history. Absolutely. And a lot of it's terms of the things that brought some level of finality to that actually happened on these shores and I think that that's that gets lost in the whole them and us yep. scenario and it's not really a them and us it was no. something wider than that Absolutely. and that this event yeah. and, and events that we celebrate as part of our thing all contributed to that having major change not just in terms of the constitution no. but in terms of public and civic life absolutely we, we have a constitutional monarchy today because mm-hmm. of the glorious revolution yeah. we had a coronation recently and we have an election department next year because of the glorious revolution mm-hmm. yeah so and again but that then comes back down to this idea of knowing your Yes. No more you've come. And, from, and we don't want everybody to be a nerd about it. Yeah. We want an understanding but about it. But it's about being able to put it in context. Yeah. You know, to say, well, listen, this is actually, you know, the wider picture here is this. Yeah. It's not just this uh, one wheel. We were part of that wider picture. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're, we're not some sort of sub tribe that sits in the corner uh-huh. uh, and we brought it just to be abused at times. We were part of that. Exactly. And we've lost that. And in many ways, we need to rediscover that and say we were yeah. in the centre of all this. Right, so then whenever you get that out, oh, it was a 20-minute skirmish over a river that's not uh, that wide. No, no. You know? no, I said, no, not even people killed it. It wasn't many. It was a, it was a small East Yeah. But it was, it was an important part. But an important part of a wider 
uh, a wider context yeah. in terms of what was not just happening on sure. the British Isles, but that was happening across Absolutely. Europe as a yeah. whole. Because I think whenever you talk about even the makeup of, of William's army and stuff, the, yeah. the, the range Dutch, of nationalities I mean, that were there. Germans. But this wasn't a, an experience that was isolated no. to the British Isles. This went way beyond this. Was, you were talking about France. You were talking about Germany. You were talking... So Sean McCain, there was the Pope. There was the politics of Europe. Yeah, politics. exactly. There was a massive, massive thing. And I think that that is something that is missed in the midst of yeah. people talking about this, which is dead on. So, healthy organisation, healthy looking uh, look for, for the future, and hopefully a couple of decisions in regards well, to something. That's a matter for kind. That's a matter in Belfast kind of to come yeah. to the well, well, hopefully, if they, if they they open up the lanes of communication, which they will have to do in regards to the the private lodges in yeah, regards to that, you know, it's building up. Um, I think that there's definitely the idea of there being change or potentially have it, adopting things in order to make it better is definitely a positive thing because that's the other thing is just sometimes you get you've, it's been leveled oh you just want to keep your tissues you just want to change anything and then when you when there is a change Brian's like what the hell do you think you're doing and it, it's as I say it's that tightrope but you've walked um quite you know it's it's, it's a it's a small it's a a confining <laughs> kind of space to defend yourself within and stuff but I really appreciate you taking the time yeah, to come and, and talk yeah. to me about that stuff and maybe we'll get a, a chance to do uh, more of this type of Absolutely. stuff to have, forward, you know, yeah. a, another more conversations about some of that maybe that historic stuff yeah. and you know and start putting some stuff together that educates Absolutely. as well you know so but I really appreciate you coming in and talking to me already brilliant All the best, great Folks, thanks very much for, for joining in and watching us. And again, thanks to DeMurban for coming on to the podcast. Hopefully you've enjoyed um, this episode. This has taken place in a very makeshift studio in my offices at work. And uh, yeah, it, it was just, it's been hastily put together. And, and uh, But it's been it's been great. I think it, it, it looks, it, the, we, the background looks all right here. And we'll get the green screen up at some point and we'll change all that stuff. But but folks, this has been a Made the Parade podcast back with Mervyn Gibson from the, the Orange Order and I uh, hope you enjoyed it and join us on the next one whenever that happens. Thank you.